Alright, ladies night, people. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm in a strip club right now. I really do. That's all, I don't know. That's cool. Anyways, what's up, guys? Moto X Pod Show brought to you by Broadway Power Sports, Tyler, Texas, MX Girl Designs, Shock Socks, York Welding, and Fab, the professional journey racing. I'm your host, Muscle Mark, with me here in studio, the world famous. The one and only, the dude with the longest autograph line at the local races, Jamie Darkside. Guida Darkside, what's up? Why do you say that every <laughs> week, man? Put your microphone up to your oh, mouth, dude. Man. Can you not hear me? All right, no. better? Jeez. Yeah, he's famous, James, okay. isn't he? If you say so, bro. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Also joining us <laughs> here, up, our, our producer, Flunky, James Acock. Say hi, James. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, you know it, you know it. You ready to go fishing, James? Yes, sir. You ready to go? <laughs> All right, man. All right. Guys, it's ladies' night. This is a special Wives Edition Moto X Pod show. We're going to have some some interesting guests on tonight. Going to give you a little different perspective on what these guys go through every day, every week, you know, every, during the week, race day, things of that. We're going to have Miss Brittany Chisholm on. Uh, obviously, she is the wife of Kyle Chisholm, who is still currently racing. We're going to have Miss Jackie Short on, obviously Andrew Short's wife. And then coming up later on, Heather Kiefer will join us. She is the wife of Chris Kiefer, Pulpa Mex's Chris Kiefer. He is a longtime dirt rider employee, full-time test rider. You're going to get a lot of different perspectives from these three ladies, and I feel like we feel like you'll enjoy it. What do you think, Dark Side? Yeah, I'm excited. I think uh, it's going to be really cool to hear – the other side of the story, you know, from the better halves. These ladies got to have. Well, they're going to give you. They're going to give you the real side most yeah, of the time. Yeah. You know, these these ladies got to have. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what the word is. I'm looking for to be able to deal with the travel and the injuries and the fans and. They got to be tough. You know, right? all, yeah. They're. I mean, they got to be some badass chicks. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they, these all every one of these ladies has children too. So just just yep, that alone yep. makes them tough as hell. And then to deal with, uh, you know, with a. Um, a professional writer as a husband, you know, I mean, men are head cases in general, <laughs> professional yeah, yeah. athletes are, you can, you can triple that, you know? Right. And, uh, so I think, I think it'll be fun talking to them and seeing what they got to say. And of course we've heard Brittany Chisholm on other shows before and she is, uh, she's bubbly and funny as hell. And, uh, I've never, ne don't know much about Jackie Short. I know she was really, really fast, uh, yep, on yep. a dirt bike in her day. And, uh, I think she's still fast. I what I hear. Is. Yep, yep, yep. So she comes from a racing family, yep. and uh, I think her dad still races a lot of these does. vet races and stuff. He's he, a pretty quick guy himself. I think he's friendly with uh, one of our sponsors. Yeah, Girl, two, probably two of our sponsors. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shan Garcia, probably, I know. Probably, yeah. yeah. Yep, they, uh, they have a little group down there they call Team Cramp. Hey, and uh, well, yeah. we're going to have to join that one day because <laughs> yeah, I'm getting yeah, cramped exactly. up all the time. But yeah. uh, and then uh, I feel like I feel I feel like Mrs. Keeper is going to be able to give us a very interesting perspective on many things. And I uh, think so. So it could, uh, it could go Kiefer after dark. Nah, but we don't want to steal that. Uh, we're we're, we're going to chill on that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it uh, I like the face I'm making in this picture you just put on Twitter. By the way, <laughs> I look I I look very very confused. So anyways, well, that's about normal. Rocking this camel smoker cross hat. What do you think about that, James? Isn't that awesome? Two smoker for life, man. Two smoker for life. That's it, man. It. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to my friends at We Big Ink. They're the, they're they're the company that makes uh, these hats, and they they sell T-shirts. They sell all kinds of cool throwback, you know, uh, mesh trucker hats, the foam ones, and uh, 
they're, they're, it's not uh, it's not redneck clothing, James. I'm sure you're not ever going to be interested <laughs> in it. They don't sell Wranglers or any of that, but uh, it's oh, they sell some up. cool stuff. So webiginc.com, go check them out. Yeah. Uh, I really am a, a fan of their stuff. Yeah. So. James over here is the opposite of me then because – I'm forced to wear Wranglers at my job, yeah. and it's my biggest bitch. Every time you have to put them on, you're just like, <laughs> oh, it's like tar- yeah, dude. Literally, so <laughs> random. But the very first year I worked for the city, and we were wearing these tight fucking pants, <laughs> I literally like hurt myself racking a nut bending over. Oh, the I'm pants sure. Were so tight, and I was literally like legitimately angry. Mm. Why do we have to wear these? Yeah, no, I hear you. I don't wear the new We get new ones every year, and I won't wear the new ones. I wear the ones from two years ago. Yeah, I don't blame and you. And I just the, keep washing the new the, ones. <laughs> like, I wear as if I wore them mm. until they get better. I'll tell you, let me give you the quality of the uniforms we have at, at where I work. All right, so this is how off-size the shorts they give us are, because I'm a 34 waist. But they had to get 38s for them to fit. These are actually 34s. <laughs> You're right. But they had to get me 38s for them to fit. I mean, nothing uh, but the best at FedEx, guys. I'm just saying. Stay out of Whataburger. Stay out of Whataburger. <laughs> Shut up, James. <laughs> uh, I'm not. <laughs> Anyways, if I'm glad TJ's not here. We'd get into the whole hamburger debacle again. In and out is way better. <laughs> I don't care. No, it's not. Yeah, good. we don't have really time to talk about it, but we – we throughout this the earliest week we just we had scheduled to go racing at Burleson, oh, which man. means we were going to get the drive through Dallas and, and go get eat in and out burger. burger. And then when that plan fell through earlier today, I was more bummed about not getting in and out burger than I am about racing. No, I was too. And, and to go ahead and jump on that subject, I, I really, guys, the local racing is something we're really. Uh, it's something we're really passionate about, and it's something that we've kind of have taken on as a cause. Because if you've been to the races, it, it's hard to get there sometimes. It's expensive. It's time-consuming. It, uh, it's a lot of different things. But here's the deal, though. Like, that's the grassroots of this sport. It all starts and stops there. So if that stops, everything else is it's going to trip, trickle up to that. Uh, I, You know, I hate to say everybody's got to be on board with that program, Jamie. I'm talking about track owners. Yep. Everybody, you know, participants, um, you know, spectators, so on and so forth. And we all got to get on the same page. And, yeah, uh, I agree. Um, not, not plan a race, cancel it for practice, things of that nature. And, uh, yeah, that, I mean, I hate to say it, that's, it is what it is, though, you know. Yeah, I mean, we all complain, you know, hey, we need more places to ride and these tracks are available. And I know being a track hunter oh, it's, it's the most it's thankless very job difficult. Ever. And, yeah. And, but, yeah, I mean, if you ask your fans what – you want, you know, hey, as a track owner, I say, hey, people who come to my track, what do you guys want? And then I give you the response, I want a race, and you decide to practice instead. Well, it's not only a response, a really, really big response on yeah, top of that. Yeah, it's, it's disappointing. And, yeah. you know, I one of our diehard Moto X-Pod fans, Robert Wells, sent me a message about What's some up, races. Robert? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he's, he's pretty upset about this. And, you know, we're he, he sent me a topic to talk about that we'll try to get to later on once we're, we're – Yeah, we're going to have to get to our guests here. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just Brady's thought we – ready. But, you know, we, we need to talk about this some more because it, def- it, it probably doesn't only affect us in Texas. I'm sure everybody – Throughout the country, where their their local tracks probably have issues like this. Yeah, and and I hate it because there's always seems to be an us against them mentality with the track owners versus all the versus the riders, and we got to overcome that. Right. Like this sport, to, if we're going to get anywhere, that has to stop. You know, we got we got to move forward as as a whole, and uh, and I don't know how we do. Well, I mean, I kind of got ideas how we do that, but we'll, we'll talk more about that later. And um, but anyways, uh, anything else new going on? No racing this weekend. 
Yeah, that was, I was pretty disappointed. Mm-hmm. I did get to go ride at Johnsonville this weekend, which made up for it a little bit, but still yeah. sucks not having a race. Yeah, Why yeah. Why can't these guys race every weekend? I watched Daytona Supercross this weekend. That's how bad Oh, there you go. Yeah. It was a good one, though. Yeah, yeah, no so. doubt. Yeah, I didn't watch any racing this weekend. It was a rough, busy weekend. Did you ride? I tried. What do you mean you tried? So, <laughs> this is how it went down. The short version. Okay. If the tracks are going to be prepped. That's cool. I get up Saturday morning, get my stuff ready, get ready to leave on Sunday. Track's closed. You don't Hold have on. to say which track. <laughs> yeah, it was, Spit it out, man. It was no, bad. It was bad. Yeah. That happens, man. I don't know. That's what, that's what we're talking about. The line of communication, it, it, just, it, it always needs to be open and clear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's in anything in life. That is not just with this. That is with your business. That is with your job. That is with your wife. That is, you right. know what I'm saying? So on and so forth. And that's where you'll see me start getting aggravated with people is when that stuff, get, when those get blurred. I, I have no patience for it. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Yep. I mean, not that it matters what I think. I'm just telling you. So no, it does if you matter, ever, If though, you ever get me confused, you're going to see me get aggravated it probably. It does matter because, you know, you're a writer. And there's a lot of other people that have the same opinion, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously – as a business, you can't please everybody. We've talked no. about that before, but you know no, that's true. I don't know. We'll but if you're this. not, we need to get into this more later. But if you're not yeah. trying, there's a problem yeah, there. Yeah. You shouldn't be in business anymore. Right. If you're not going to try. That's just the way it is. When yeah. I got tired of when I got tired of my of dealing with that, I sold my business. That's right. literally yeah. what I did. Sure. I was like, I can't handle these people anymore. This thing is for <laughs> sale. I sold it, and I've been working a regular job ever since. But anyways. All right, guys, we're going to come up with our first guest. She is the wife of national number 11, Kyle Chisholm, Mrs. Brittany Chisholm. Brittany, what's up? Hi, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, yes, of course, anytime. I'm super excited because I'm Team Chiz for life. Oh, yeah, so. J- Jamie is probably the biggest <laughs> Kyle Chisholm fan I have ever seen, which I'm sure excites you. It might scare you a little bit, yeah. too, if you knew behind-the-scenes <laughs> stuff. But uh-huh. yeah. I love that. No, yeah. there's no – you can't go too. There's no too hard for team chiz. I right. I love it. I there's love a little it. man. There's a little man love there. I'm just saying. There's a little man. I think. There. I think at this point he remembers me now because like I've hounded him for years and. You know, I'm pretty sure he yeah. remembers you. Yeah, yeah. So I finally got my jersey a couple years ago. Yeah. And, uh, oh, good. That that was the year. I'm glad because everyone gives us such a hard time about that. Like, like even our friends would be like, oh, I don't have a jersey. I'm like, come over to my house then right. and take one because we have. 
Perfect. Brittany, so first off, let's get to how Kyle's doing up here in Canada. What do you think so far? Yeah, you know, he's doing good. I know he wants to do a little bit better. Obviously, we always want him to, you know, do his best. But I I think he's doing good. You know, I'll tell him good job after the race. And and I'm not scared to tell him when, you know, when he sucks. I I definitely tell him every time. But, um, yeah, I think, I, you know, it's it's not like it's easy. There's really good guys up there. And, you know, sorry, I got Haven in the car. So you're going to hear a little bit of baby sweet. But, anyways, um. Like I said, it's not like it's, you know, it's not easy with Gianna Leslie and Porcel and guys that are really good. So I think he's, you know, hanging up there doing good. He's, he's been trying to just get his bike set up exactly how he wanted and messing with the suspension and all all these things. And he had, had a couple of bad breaks, like his bike broke, and he's got the, he's had some bad luck. But I think he's doing, I think he's doing good. He wants to do better, but I think sure. he's doing really well. So hopefully... These next, these last couple ones, he can get up there on the podium because I know that's where he belongs. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Brittany, before you met Kyle, um, what was your history with motocross? Did you, you know, we've heard you on pole, but some people that listen to the show may not know. You know, did your family ride? Yeah. Yep. Yep. My dad rode, and my little brother rode. Um, and so I actually met. I think I was twelve when we met in church when I first dating, but um, my dad road like i said and then my brother my little brother raced and my little brother and Kyle's little brother raced you know kind of together they're almost the same age um but i didn't really ever go to the track i only got through like i didn't really like to go to the track so obviously until i met kyle and now i haven't left but um before that i didn't really like to go to the track i was i'm definitely like a girly girl now i don't really care i like to be there but um anyways so I didn't go often unless it was like Loretta and Herminia where my parents would like go and stay for a week. So they were like, hey, you're not staying home alone. Right. You got to come. <laughs> but anyway, my dad uh, was actually mechanicing for a local uh, guy who was, or kid, who was Kyle's best, one of Kyle's good friends. And my dad brought Kyle to stay at our house for a week. And Uh-oh. then the rest is history. <laughs> hey, that, yeah, that's, that's the way to do it, you know. And, and then suddenly I, I started to like going to the track. You know, but and I, like I said, I, I feel like I haven't left since then. Right, right. Yeah, well. I mean, Kyle made a heck of an impression on you, didn't he? Yes, he did. You know, it's, it's, it's a funny funny story. But, um, yeah, he came and stayed. And um, I knew, I always tell everybody this is such a dorky thing, but I like to do. I, I always say, I knew I was going to marry him because he came over and I was, like, super obsessed with John Mayer. This was before John Mayer was, like, super popular, too. Right. And, like, I would go with my, my, it's funny, my aunt, she's kind of the same age as Kyle, so she was only, like, like three or four years older than me. And I would go with all her high school friends to the concerts. Obviously, I was in middle school. And Kyle came over, and he got a new phone, and the phone, like, I don't know, must have been in cahoots with John Mayer because it was, like, he says it was programmed already to ring your bodies in Wonderland. So, anyway, his phone, I already had, like, a little crush on him, and then his phone started ringing John Mayer, and I was like, well, this is it. I that's mean, it, huh? He had you then, That's huh? it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good secret to know. you got to have the right song playing yeah. on your phone. Also, funny story, I don't think I've, I don't know if I've told this on Pulp before, but my parents were, like, Teen mom before teen mom was cool. They had me really young. So my dad was in like in his later twenties when he was taking Kyle and Colton riding. And um so my so Kyle like told my you know, thought my dad was cool, so like told him all these stories about girls Uh-oh. and the track and whatever. So my dad 
told me, you are, he said it backwards to me, you are never allowed to date Kyle Chisholm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the worst <laughs> thing you could have said. Famous last words. So, right before I walked down the aisle, I told my dad, hey, remember how you told me you never allowed to date Kyle Chisholm? So, it ended up being funny he was laughing he's like okay well i like him now i'm like yeah i know yeah i'm always real impressed with the fact that you and kyle and then also like um matil and marvin have been together from such a young age because that's very uncommon there there has to be like a bond that gets created right like that happens that seems like that's a pretty uh prevalent deal in motocross what the husband wife team they stay together and stay hooked yeah for sure um i think with us like i've been with him as long in my life as I haven't been with him, like literally right, half right. my life. And so we've definitely grown up together. And I think uh, you just have to, I don't think it's ever easy really for anybody, but I think if you just hunker down and commit to it and you just grow up together instead of kind of growing apart, then that's yeah. the best thing you can do. It's very impressive. But it's definitely weird. And I definitely like all the, you know, I have a lot of, friends my age that you know aren't married yet or whatever and so they're just like dating i never really dated right right yeah because <laughs> so, you're so young and so they'll ask advice and i'm just like i don't know i've been with this one person <laughs> i'm the worst person you could ask any of this stuff to but i try to help them anyways usually i'm always the worst i'm like what you're gonna put up with that no you should leave him for sure like bye and they're like what you know, I'm the worst person to ask that stuff too because I've been with them for so long. But right, right. Yeah, it's a good thing. Well, let's get into some of this racing stuff. So, you know, obviously professional motocross is pretty um, it's pretty stressful. There's a lot of things that go on, you know. Um, I want to yeah. know, like, <laughs> on, when, when he has a bad night. Um, yeah. Let's say at Dallas a few years ago, the year that I got the jersey, um, that was the night Nick Way took him out <laughs> in the corner before. So, before the in the, in the LCQ, so when, when uh, Kyle is having a bad day and he's in a bad mood, how do you right. react? How do you do you deal with him or do you just step back? Uh, it's hard. I feel like it's different every time. Okay. If he's having a bad race because it was some, like it was his fault, kind of like he just rode like crap, or um, I feel like it could have been avoided, then I will, like I told you, I'll give it to him. I'll tell him, and then we kind of hash it out a little. Like he's he'll either sit there and listen to me and take it or he'll, you know, kind of argue back with me. But if he just had a bad race because, you know, it just wasn't his night or, you know, something like that where it's funny because I was walking with Nicole when Nick took Kyle out. So that was just like a hilarious story. And he was like, I was just dying laughing. Like we were having a, we were having Dallas margaritas together, like just literally laughing. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm like, you don't apologize to me. You didn't do anything. Right. But, you know, Nick did it, not you, but, so, I, you know, I tried to, like, keep the spirits up, and obviously he was pissed off, but it's racing. It's, you know, whatever. That's you got to go for it. At least he went for it, I guess, right? Right, but, right. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's hard. Most of the time, I'll just yell at him, and then he'll just sit there and listen to it. But sometimes <laughs> we do go round and round. But I definitely think all of the wives, we get, like, the blunt of all the shit, for sure. Like, we – am I allowed to say bad words? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you say whatever yeah. you want. Okay. It's really hard for me not to. Right. I try to. I try to be good and behaving, actually. But, um, yeah, so we do. You know, when he's having a bad night, who else is he going to take it out on? He's not going to go and, you know, be rude to Tony or Mike, you know, talking about this year with, with being on motorcycle. Yeah. You know, he's not going to give them an attitude or his teammates an attitude. He's definitely going to give you an attitude. You know, we're the, the wives are the ones that probably deal with that the most. And, obviously, of course, he always apologizes and, you know, Admit to you was wrong, but we definitely have to deal with them when they're in a bad mood, for sure, sure. after a bad day. 
Um, okay, so how about um, dealing with fans such as myself or the bad the trolls? <laughs> you know, when they're you know, oh, Kyle Chisholm sucks, you know, or whatever. We want to hear about the track <laughs> snacks, Brittany. Yeah, well, that was that was another question. Cause <laughs> I, have a, I have a specific one I want to bring up, but just what about people in general, the keyboard warriors that are, you know, uh, you know, Kyle Chisholm sucks and he shouldn't have a ride or, or whatever. How do you deal with that? Does that bother you or do you just blow it off? Honestly, it doesn't really bother me. I think most of the time I just kind of don't read it. Like, I don't really go on – vital or yeah. any of those things Kyle does go on vital and I think I, I don't know if you guys keep up with it but sometimes she'll like say stuff back to people <laughs> kind of just correct them and put them in their place but with me I don't even read it because all can just with me off and for me like you can pretty much do anything or say anything to me and I'll be like oh whatever I don't care but when you mess with Kyle or Hazen not really not really that anybody that messes with the baby but you know right. what I mean sure. I like turn into like full-on mama bear mode so like I just remember kind of recently someone commented on my Instagram just something rude about Kyle like it was like this picture of Haven's birthday dress and it was like somebody said them, some guy said something like he was just trying to get a rise out of me and it worked um <laughs> said something like this dress is so ugly it looks like your husband's career like or oh, I don't wow. remember like wrapped up into a dress I don't remember it was something really rude and I just told him off so I can't say that I'm perfect sure. that I'm like completely avoided if I see it yeah I do kind of say something but I don't know there's always it's crazy how many like trolls there are on you know on the internet because they can just hide behind a keep yeah, you know behind a TV, you know, computer screen and it's like I think he's a badass you know he's not out there winning but he's damn good yeah. and I don't know. So yeah. I always stick up for him. We as yeah. you know, we, we here on the show, we're just amateur riders. I'm 42 years old, so I'm just running the vet slow guys class. And we all talk about there, – there's a lot of people there go, oh, so-and-so sucks. He shouldn't have a ride. But if you can make the night show at, and yeah. and get – even if you don't make the main, you're a badass dude. If you make the night show – Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Well, I've had to remind people I, plenty of times, if I've heard a negative word about Chiz, I'm like, guys, that is national number 11 you're talking right? about right there. Yeah. What have you ever done? <laughs> yeah. What have you ever done? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, thanks for sticking up for him. But, yeah, oh, yeah. I, usually, I usually stick up for him if I see anything. But – like I said, it's, it's, I, I try to avoid it. I don't go out of my way to find it, I guess right. I have to say. Right. Is there something you but. do? Like, let's just say I'm sure there's a little bit of, you know, there's always a nerve factor before a moto, before a main event, things of that nature. If you notice, let's say, he's get, he may be a little worked up about it, he's nervous, or he's just not unsure of himself, What what what's something you might do to kind of, like, calm him down, easy, you know, give him some confidence, so on and so forth? Not, normally, if I can tell he's kind of nervous or something, I act like a goofball, which I'm always just a goofball. Like, I think he's just used to it by now, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, but I try to, like, get him to just loosen up because he's kind of uptight. Like, he's the exact opposite of me. And uh, I, I just try to, like, get him to loosen up and just remember, like, sometimes I tell him, like, if, if he's down watching, well, this is when he was riding 450s on the other coast, but right. if he's down, like, watching the 250 guys first, like, we're, we're down there for opening ceremonies, like, I just try to remind him, like, you know, there's no reason to be nervous, like, obviously this is all crazy, whatever, but this is your job, and you only get to do it for a certain amount of time, I'm like, how badass is your job, like, hey, and yeah. so you need to, like, soak it in, you know what I mean, and just kind of, like, I don't know, don't, like, ruin the moment and, you know, being all stressed and worked out, like, worked up about it because whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So, and then if I feel like he wasn't doing good in practice or 
something like that. I kind of just try to not get on to him too much because I don't want to, like, bum him out for the yeah. rest of the day. But just remind him that, you know, he, you know he's a badass, so just go do it. <laughs> right, right. All right, so we, we talked about the uh, the track snacks, and I think I first heard that term yes. from you. <laughs> and uh, recently, I don't remember, I think it was during Supercross, I think maybe Toronto, I can't remember, but um, somebody was antagonizing you and sending you, whether it be text or something, about basically saying um, they were going to hook up with Kyle. Yes, I love this. How um, common? No, that how, was actually on That was actually on Snapchat. Okay. And, it was just a, like a like a message with somebody I don't even know. My Snapchat is public, so anybody can message me, which I don't know if you follow me on Twitter, but um, I like literally have posted screenshots of like dick pics that people have sent Oops. me and like put their names with it because I tell people like <laughs> don't send me that. Like I'm keeping it public so you guys can see like my funny videos and rants and whatever, but I don't want to see your penises. So I always <laughs> tell people like if you send me one, I'm gonna post it and I'm gonna put your name on there for everyone to see. But anyways. So I always like blast people, but I have yeah. it on on public, so anybody can write me. Well, um, I was like planning, or I was back home decorating for Haven's birthday party because her birthday was that day, and then our, her party was the next day. So he was flying like a red eye, like or or no, it was just a super early flight in the morning to get back for her party. But anyways, I was like setting up for her party and had somebody, some chick, obviously trying to get a ride on me, just said something like, "Oh yeah, your husband was." Whatever I posted, it. I don't remember yeah, what it yeah. says, but um, you know he's looking really good tonight. Good thing you're not here. Blah blah blah. And I just like I went off on it, but I was also just laughing because I mean she hasn't ever given me reason not to trust him. And I just I it actually makes me sad for chicks like that to think that that's like even acceptable to say to somebody, but also just to even like what is wrong with you that you would even I don't know think to write that. So I told her off and. That's that, but, right. you know, just <laughs> most but, people should know. If you send me a dick pic or you say something to me, I'm going to post it, and I'm going to touch you off, and everyone's going to see it. I'm not scared. I, <laughs> I don't know if I follow you on Twitter, but I'm about to, because I want to see well, you, you want You want to see dick pics? Yeah, exactly. That's it. But no, I want to <laughs> see, see you blow some people out. That's hilarious. Yeah. You, the good, I do. I, I like to blow people out of the water. You know what's funny? The day they have posted, like, two in a row, because someone has seeing me post the first one and so they thought they'd be funny and send me one <laughs> well right after that like sometimes when Kyle's writing and Tony couldn't get a hold of him he would call me yeah. and right after I posted it Tony called me twice and I was like I'm in trouble I'm 100% <laughs> in trouble I gotta delete him like he's for sure calling to yell at me and so I deleted them really quick and then I closed them off and I and he just wanted to know something like I don't know what bar Kyle needed or something right right like, not affiliated with us I was going to be in so much trouble, but I'm like, why would I be in trouble? Exactly. <laughs> that's that's funny. I, I do follow you, but um, yeah, not for. I thankfully I've never seen a dick pic. I guess I don't look. I don't look at Twitter daily. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny as hell that she blows people out. Like I feel that. like oh, yeah. it's the only way. I feel like it's the only way I'm going to avoid people doing it to me all the time is if right. I say like, hey, if you do it, I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah, you. Sorry, you I, I enjoy your Twitter. You put a lot of funny stuff. Uh, you and I think Jessica Tickle are pretty good friends and you, you put of, yes we are so you put a lot of cool stuff up there and then of course uh you know i want to mention the pretty rebels tell us about that a little bit yes oh miss thing listen all right baby sorry no it's fine. <laughs> hey, i've got a little girl yeah. i hear you yes mom life we're, we're driving uh over to get house bike from his dad's house so he's just over being in the car but 
bought it. No, I had one right there. I was just asking you, tell us about Pretty Rebels a little bit. That's I know it's your clothing store, um, but, you know, tell us how you got started in that and, you know, what are your plans with it? Yes, yes. So a little over three, I think Dallas Supercross was exactly three years because I started it, like, a little bit before that, and then my first, like, photo shoot was actually with Paige, Christian, Craig's wife, mm -hmm. and we did it down in Dallas, like, just downtown. We loaded up the rental car with all the clothes, and I took her around, and we took some great pictures. But anyway, um, that, yeah, you know, I'm not, a cat. I didn't like, I didn't love school. I didn't like school really at all. Not like a kind of person that, I'm not a school person. It's for some people. It's not for other people, but I just knew, like, I had to do something creative, and I always love fashion, and I was like, I really want to have a clothing store, but we're just traveling so much, and I'm like, there's just no way it's going to happen. I can't have, like, a brick-and-mortar store that I have to, like, run, you know, and when I can't be, and we're in two places, like, we live in California and in Florida, right, and it right. just wasn't going to happen, so I'm like, well, maybe I'll just show clothes online and just see how it goes, and then, you know, it's gone really, really great, and um, I'm really thankful that I get to do that as my job and, you know, something that I actually enjoy and really love to do. And, um, I, yeah, I just started a kid's line actually, and it's named after Haven. So it's, her middle name is Penelope, but right. anyway, it's called Penelope June. But, uh, yeah, I, I that's going to be a little different because everything, yes, tell me, everything is like handmade and kind of different than what I do with Pretty Rebels, but yeah, it's been really good, and actually, I have a lot of Moto customers with Pretty Rebels because I've been making flannels like with numbers yep. on the back, so people can rep their, you know, their people. And yeah, it's been it's been really awesome. So, um, and I got to be on the Chiz's shroud. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw <laughs> you know, that. Yeah, that yeah when he was yeah when he was doing his, his... <laughs> he was doing it on his own. Yep, yep, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so well, well, that's really cool. And is that been cool? I know that you have uh, Instagram Pretty Rebels, but is there a website? Is it PrettyRebels.com? Yes, it's actually www.shopprettyrebels.com. Okay, cool, cool. Well, we want to promote so, that yeah. for you a little bit. Now, now, is, that, is that something you do on you. your own? Do you have employees that help you with that? How does that work? Um, yeah, I actually have two employees, um, but they're really just uh, Kyle's little brother's girlfriend and my best friend from growing up forever. Uh, so I get to employ my friends and family, so that's kind of cool. Um, and, yeah, so... Uh, honestly, I I probably need to hire more help. I have my hands like really full. I feel like my plate between like mom life and wife life with kids, and then running two businesses is like yeah. I am always like doing something. But I feel like that's just my personality, anyways. Like I couldn't just sit around and be bored doing right, nothing right. or not not running all over the place. So yeah, but yeah, so I have them two working for me, so they come over you know like every week, and so yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, and not to be a pain in the ass, but I'm still waiting on the red Team Chiz shirts. I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the stickers. I'm the worst. I know. We're the worst. Like, we were talking with people about having a maid, and then we were deciding, like, if we were going to sell on my site or do a separate site. And then once the season starts, it just goes by so freaking right. fast. We're like, okay, we're definitely going to do it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, boom, boom, boom. The races are every week, and we're so behind. But we totally want to make, yeah. hopefully... We'll be making red ones again this year, but awesome. we don't really know what Chiz is doing, so right. we'll have some kind of Chiz shirts when we know what uh, he's doing. Well, I'm <laughs> still repping the green ones, but they're, they're, they're yes. kind of faded, and I had to hang the shirt up because <laughs> you signed it, I think, and Kyle signed it, so I hung it up. Yes, and yes. I can't wear it anymore. So, so you I, need a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want one, too, so let us know when those hit hit the floor, all right? I will. I will. Yeah. I think I'll just put them up on Pretty Rebels that way. It'll make your feet 
there you go. Him his own little tap. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I've got one last question. Um, I actually have a lot more yeah. I'd like to ask, but we're running out of time. But um, are there any more movie roles for you coming up, or any more TV roles uh, for Haven? Well, I feel like I have retired, okay. but maybe I haven't. Uh, now that now that she's been working, that's another thing that yeah. we have going on is that she's been working. So now that she's been working, I'm kind of just like more focused on that. Her agency's already like giving me a hard time about her not being out there in California. They're like, we really want her back because all these people want her. So I keep waiting for them to call for something cool. But I've turned down some pretty cool things. Like there's a Snickers commercial on her and like all this stuff. But yeah. we're not there. So with that, like, honestly, they'll call you like, it's so crazy, but I think it's because they can just find whatever blonde hair, blue eyed baby. But um, they'll call you like a day or two before you'll be like, oh, we need you out here. So oh, wow, yeah. I've been turning things down left and right. But hopefully, when Supercross starts to get him out there, she'll be doing some of these things. But well, I think I'm retired for be, now, but I don't know. We'll see. Being the fans of Disney that you are, and me being the Star Wars dork that I am, we need to get her in Star Wars. I know, yes. I know. Honestly, she worked on General Hospital, but it filmed at Disney Studios, and that was like life goals for me. Like, right, <laughs> like right. the fact, like her little check came from Disney, and like <laughs> I have her own account. Like I tell everybody all the time, like oh, we're just doing it for fun. It's not like I'm trying to make money off my kid, obviously. But uh, so she has her own little savings account, and she gets all you know all her money in there. But her Disney check, like I had to like mobile deposit it into her account. And, <laughs> keep the check and, like, frame the check because it had a Mickey Mouse on it. I'm like, this is what, even though it's been a hospital, obviously, they own ABC or whatever, so it still came from Mickey. So, I'm like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing her on some more stuff in the future, and uh, we won't take any more yeah. of your time up, Brittany. I know you're a very, very busy lady, but thank you for coming <laughs> on and sharing with sharing of with course. us a little of your experiences. We really enjoyed it. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm down to come on anytime. Thanks, Brett. We'll really take you up it. on that. Be careful. And I'm probably going to text All you right. later about getting one of those jerseys. I need another one. <laughs> yeah, yep, you guys, just stay on me. Eventually, I'll get it to you. Right. Me. Send two of them if you can. Thanks, <laughs> Brittany. Right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys, for having me. Have a good night. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Brittany Chisholm, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, we will go to commercial break. Hey Kylie, does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way Kathy, he uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10 second removable fork sill protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork sills. So if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork sills, get Shock Socks. Go to shocksocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. In business since 1989, Broadway Power Sports and Tyler strives to provide a superior product with superior service. From motorcycles to watercraft, their full parts and service department, they can get you taken care of with great brands like Can-Am, Polaris, Yamaha, Suzuki, Sea-Doo, and Victory. And don't forget they have firearms too. Broadway Power Sports is your one-stop recreation shop. Broadway Power Sports can match any online price. They can have most orders by the next day for no extra charge. With a friendly staff that offers a personal touch with a smile, how could you go wrong? Call 595-6288 or click broadwaypowersports.com. 
and save. That's 903-595-6288. And tell them Moto XBOD sent you. Dark Side here. Are you guys in the market for a set of new custom graphics? Are you tired of the same old basic layouts the big box companies offer? Well, if so, then you need to check out MX Girl Designs. From custom graphic kits, stickers, reproductions, and even vintage, MX Girl does it all. Call or text Char at 936-828-1472 or email Char, C-H-A-R, at mxgirl.com. And that's mxgirl, G-U-R-L. And tell her Moto X-Pod sent you. Hey guys, Muscle Mark here. I want to introduce you to my friends over at York Welling and Fab. From new construction, truck beds, barbecue grills, and anything else you can come up with, York Welling and Fab has you covered. With deep motocross roots and 20 plus years experience, York Welling and Fab is a brand you can put your trust in. Call Carl at 903-780-7369. That's 903-780-7369 and tell him Moto X Pod sent you. All right, guys, welcome back again. Big shout-out, Broadway Power Sports, Tyler, Texas, MX Girl Designs, Shock Socks, York Welding, and Fab, the professional journey. Coming up next, she is the lady behind the great Andrew Short. She's Mrs. Jackie Short. Jackie, what's up? Hi, how are you guys? We're doing good. Can you hear us okay? Yeah. Okay, good deal. So, um, Jackie, how's retired life treating you guys? <laughs> um, well, Andrew's not home a lot, which is, uh, you know, it's probably good. He's learning how to transition from racing, and so he's being busy and, and still being around a lot of his favorite people and goal-oriented people. So he's still enjoying. I mean, he's enjoying retired life, but it's right a lot. So just not racing as much. Well, it's still traveling. I, I see his Instagram stuff. He's he's riding somewhere in Idaho or. or... You know, doing some offer. I don't know. He's all over the map. I, I don't know how you keep up with him because I'm watching his Instagram. I don't even know the guy, and I can't keep up with him. <laughs> well, I did really good keeping up until this week, and then this week he's in LA and doing two different things there. And then I was just like, okay, I just can't, I can't keep up. Yeah, didn't he? Tell get, me when I need to get the airport. <laughs> didn't he get to do the? Uh, he did the 18 Honda ride. He went to test that, or was that? The, uh, or was, this week. Uh, last week you did that. Okay. The 450 thing, I believe. Okay. <laughs> it's well, hard for me to keep up. How about you? Do you ever get to ride anymore? Yeah, usually. Well, up until, like, this year, I've still been riding quite a bit. Um, doing the Shady Bird Arrow in Colorado next month. And I've ridden, like, twice this year. So a lot of a lot of my riding is on a whim or when the calendar's empty or if you happen to be home. That's when a lot of my riding happens. Right. So, it's just here and there, so. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people don't know, you were a pretty fast women's motocross rider at one time. Uh, they, way back when, so. <laughs> but it's funny because people, like, people don't know, and so it's like I live a double life. Half the people are, let's talk about my past, and other people just think that I'm Andrew's wife. <laughs> so <laughs> I just laugh. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you probably do not – I know you don't remember this, but I actually met you, I think, three years ago at Dallas Supercross, and I stood in line – well, there was, it was sort of after autographs, and Andrew was standing there, and I walked up, and I said, hey, I want to get an autograph, but I want to get it, you know, from, from the faster of the shorts, your wife. <laughs> I want to get a picture, actually, is what I asked for. And so he laughed, and you, you, you took a picture with me, and then I, you, you made him sign a fly hat, which was pretty cool. But, yeah, 
<laughs> so now, yeah, I, 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 what happened to us, we were out to eat two months ago, and some guy walked up, and he wanted to talk to me and not Andrew. So I thought it was awesome. <laughs> that is pretty cool. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, you have a lot of respect from people. You know, I've heard that you were very fast, you know, so that's Oh, okay. Plano Honda, right? Okay. I'm sorry? Plano Honda, right? Wasn't that one of your teams? Oh, uh, yeah. I did I did best on a Honda, yeah. I did best on a Honda. But did you ride? He was asking, yeah. if, did you ride for Plano Honda? Back in the day, did I hear that? Yeah, Where, yeah, Plano Honda. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, we actually found my race bike on Craigslist a few years ago. A friend of ours found it. Oh, it wow. It was installed, and some guy advertised it on Craigslist as Andrew Short, White Factory, Plano Honda, so we actually bought it off Craigslist. Stuff. I have it. Andrew, what Andrew's mechanic that cleaned it up for me, so it's sitting in the garage. Not riding that dude very much, though. I'm sorry. Are you are you not are you still spending some laps on that bike, or just uh, just keeping it as a keeper? Oh no, yeah, just keeping it as a keeper. Right on, yeah, right on. It's looking pretty. Now, Jackie, you you come from a racing family. Your dad still gets out to the races quite a bit, doesn't he? Yeah, Dad, Dad had a bad accident. It'll be two years ago this September. Oh, wow. But um, he still goes out on, you know, there's so much more to the racing. It's the social aspect that people get eat and stuff. So he still goes out whether it's in now my kids ride a little bit. So it's whether he's actually riding or whatever. He just, he still, he still puts around on a bike quite often. Yeah, I'm actually friends with a couple, you may know them, friends of his, uh, Mike Hance and like Charlene Campbell. Oh, yes. Yeah, Charlene's one of our show oh, yeah. sponsors, and yeah, Mike's Mike's he's a good dude. I uh, we go we've been going to some of the vet races, me and Mark here, just kind of hanging out and checking it out, considering getting into it. And man, they have a good time. There, there is no no there's competition, but there is no you know uh, aggression. There's no oh no, you know, it's just so much fun. Yeah. yeah, I really wish some of those would fit better in our schedule. I did one of one of the masters, I think over a year ago, and it was an awesome atmosphere. I mean, we could go out there at big bars, yell and scream at each other, and then get off the track. Like, that was awesome. Yeah, you were at so, one of the Moto Masters? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, I did Village Creek. Oh, wow. Like, last year? Uh, I think so. Cause last <laughs> last year was the year when, well, you may not know this, but... Is that um, the year you got killed off, Jamie? No, that was when um, Gail got paralyzed. Gail oh, Hoyt. yeah, okay. Yes, first I was there. Yeah, I was in that moto. I, I was actually the first, I went back and checked on him, and I didn't even cross the finish line. I saw him laying there. Yeah, that, I was there that day, too. That's crazy. I wish I had known that. I hated that jump. I hated that jump all day long, and I thought about I jumped it one time, and I was like, nope, it's not worth it. And that's the yeah. difference with my riding now. Is right. When I showed up at a race back in the day, I was like, I mean, i got to do this jump. i got to get over yep. and scared of it. I've got to do it. And now I'm like, I don't feel like doing it. I'm not going to do it. I heard yeah, that. that thing so, was kicking, I'm kicking on that you sideways. Too. It was kicking you sideways all day. It was day. awful. Yeah, yeah. Yes. See, I wouldn't hook the other one in the, at the beginning, right off coming out of the start. I, that's the one I wasn't jumping, and I, I was coming yeah. off a punctured lung and a broke collar, co- broke collarbone, and I wasn't very uh, confident that day. But yeah, that's yeah, wild. Yeah, I was. I remember Village. I mean, it looked exactly the same, but I thought the track would be a little different, for, especially for the vets. They put two, like two of the big, biggest jumps. In the into the track for that race, and so yeah, those those jumps. Well, one of them's not the the one that he got hurt on is gone. They they redid it. Oh, good. Yeah, but well, well Jackie, let's shift gears real yeah. quick. We want to we get into a little bit about you, about you and uh, behind the scenes, and and uh, let's start out. How did you and Andrew meet? Racing. 
Zone of Ireland, Mammoth, you know, all the all those different so mini arrows, well mini, all those races over the years we met when we were about like thirteen and fourteen. All right. Been together ever since, I guess. Yeah, we I mean we we started I think we started dating when we were about sixteen, seventeen and we got married really young at, at nineteen and twenty. So oh, wow. We've been married almost fourteen years and so it seems like yeah. I remember, remember that show, uh, uh, the Moto Inside the Outdoors. They yep. featured you guys a couple couple uh-huh. times on it. I think I remember hearing about that. Y'all were, I guess he was turning pro and having to move, and y'all y'all went ahead and got married and moved. I guess I yeah. don't remember what exactly it was, but it was it was a really neat story. Now, well, uh, yeah, I mean, we we got to spend a lot of time together. You're not like our relationship wasn't normal, and so we kind of got to the point where he was moving it. We didn't have a backup plan, and we said we either need to break up or we're going to get married. So, we got married. That's really impressive. You know, that leads kind of why we want to have the show tonight is, you know, these guys have to have a strong woman on their in their side, by their side to do this sport. If they're going to be in a relationship of any kind, it's got to be a pretty strong relationship, I would think, because they're gone a lot, or there's, you know, probably fans out there who are, or maybe maybe women who are trying to. Uh, you know, be, being a little shady, and, and I, that's kind of what we want to know is, like, how do you deal with when he's gone on the road and also when you're at the races? How do you deal with that environment? How, how was that for you? Well, I think Chandra and I have a different dynamic than a, a lot of racers in their, in their significant other, seeing that I did come from a racing background. You know, it wasn't always cupcakes and butterflies, get a trophy, you know. If you pulled off the track, I'm like, dude, you were awful. <laughs> and, you know, he would be like, yeah, I did, you know? He needed, you know, I was always honest with him, you know? And you always want to win, right? You know, but it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't always turn out that way. So I felt like a lot of what I tried to do was be super honest with him. And, you know, and, and of course, there's so many people, you know, so many people helping him out. You know, I, I try to look at it as a different perspective because I know Andy differently than anybody else does. And, you know, Andrew's different. Andrew's a very different person than most people. And he, you know, Andrew, Andrew and I just have a, an enormous amount of trust with one another. And so I never had to worry about him like that. And, and I think, you know, I, I've heard that I have that ice queen nickname <laughs> because I, 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 you know, I, I get to where, I, you know, I'm, I could not be very nice or I, you know, I just point blank tell you, you know, you need to back off or, right. or whatnot. But, you know, we just, we trust each other big time and, you know, and it would kind of became a joke if somebody, if a, you know, if somebody came up to him and wanted him to, to sign, you know, sign something or we're getting too close to him. They're like, Oh, you better watch out for his wife. You know, cause, <laughs> so it would just kind of became a big joke. So it is what it is. That's all right. You let them know Mama Bear was there to handle that, huh? Yeah. There's always going to be those people in your life, no matter what it is. So. Uh, yeah, so um, how about, like, on a night, maybe throughout the week, you guys are having, you know, a stressful week, and maybe there's an argument of some kind. Did Have you ever had an argument the night before a race, and how would that affect Andrew? I don't think so. I mean, you know, our priority was always racing, you know. With, yeah. You know, we always had a goal a goal in mind, you know, and we had, we had kids while he was racing, and – for a while, I think we were the only ones in the paddock with kids, and so and not that we planned it, but right. uh, it was a little different for us. You know, so, sometimes 
you know, keep, keep, I think people think that when you're, you're a racer, like we talked about racing 24 seven at home, which wasn't <laughs> worth a big deal. And, you know, maybe, maybe Andrew could have done a little better here or there or something if we did, but we had two kids and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't all about that for us. We had, we had a life. And, and so, and I think we had a lot of fun too. So, you know, I, I, I feel like, and you know, my dad has always instilled in me, you know, communication is key. And so we, I feel like we were always really good communicating with each other. And if we did have an issue, you knew that you needed to bury it before right. the race. You did it back. That's really impressive because that's not easy to do. I, I've been married twice and I'm engaged now. So obviously my track record's <laughs> not very great. And honestly, oh, you know, yeah. it's you know, it's very uncommon for marriages to last anymore, it seems like. And that's un- that's a shame. It, so it's very impressive that you have that. It seems like really a lot of the racers now that it's sort of changing. Like you said, you and Aaron were some of the first maybe to have kids at the races. And then, you know, Wyndham, Kevin, the Wyndham's had their kids. And now it seems like it's yeah. pretty common. You know, you have Reed and the yeah. Craigs the and, uh, you know, Chisholm's and, you know, everybody has their kids there. And it seems like it's a lot more family involved, which I think the sport should be. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. What? Well, and our faith was huge in our, you know, that's why one of the reasons why we got married is we didn't believe that we should live, to, live live with one another before we got married. And so, and we always kept our faith, you know, on our sleeves a lot, you know, and we prayed a lot during the racing because a lot of it is out of your hands. You know, you can't control control racing and what happens. And you have to have to know that there's a, there's a plan. It may not be, it's probably not what you have in mind, right. but there is a plan. Well, deal, talking, going, jumping back to the kids for a minute. How does the, how much did they actually travel to go to the races, and how did the travel wear on them, or did they enjoy it? Emma traveled with us quite a bit because she was, you know, I had one, and at the time she traveled with us. I mean, quite, quite often, and she, she, and because of that, she will always be a traveler. She just <laughs> actually flew on her first flight by herself to Michigan to meet Andrew's mom up there to oh, see wow. her grandparents, great grandparents. Wow. We went there by ourselves and back our first time. Hudson's a little more of a homebody. He was born with an eye condition. Right. And uh, when he was four months old, he had some surgeries and stuff. And and so he, you know, he's he's a redneck. His farm life is his deal. He would rather sit here and shoot his guns and go fishing with <laughs> my dad. And that's that's his deal. And so, uh, but because of that, Emma's traveled so much. She just loves that. She loves the adventure. Any uh, now? Do they ride? You said both of them ride a little bit. Are they are they competitive or is it just recreational? Oh no, just recreational. Emma mainly does horses, and then Hudson does the gun. He loves guns and fishing. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> little bit of yeah. a little bit of a sigh of relief that y'all y'all don't have to be the moto parents and and do that traveling bit. Yeah. yeah, you know, if they wanted to, we probably would, but they just don't don't really care. I mean, we live on you know live on some the land on the farm and so it'd be nice we want them to know how to ride just so they can enjoy it enjoy it like you know some like we did and so they they just love putting around here at the house pretty much now jumping jumping back to, to uh andrew a little bit let's say how was it you know the the life of a pro racer they're going to get hurt that's just the way it is it, it happens to every single one of them what what kind of support would you have to provide, let's say, in dealing with an injury, especially if it was a season ender or something like that that was going to be a little tough to come back from? Well, you know, and going back to our dynamic being different than most racers and their significant others, I didn't, you know, I didn't cheer for Andrew was sitting in the stands because he can't hear me. 
You know, I I just watched him the whole time, made sure, you know, he made that laugh. And if something did happen, you know, we dealt with it. We had, I feel like over the years, we knew the correct people to have in our corner to come back from an injury. And we've been really, really blessed to meet some great people that had his best interest in mind to get him back where he could be healthy again to race. Yeah, that's that's cool that, um, you know, because we see some of the, the wives out there. Maybe sometimes... Uh, you know, it's not my place to judge, but sometimes maybe they're too involved and they could be taken away from the concentration maybe a racer needs to really, you know, it's a professional sport. You don't see, uh, you know, whoever your favorite quarterback's wife out there on the sidelines, you know, telling them, hey, you did a good job. Well, <laughs> unless that quarterback was Andrew yeah. Short and Jackie would be there, though, right? <laughs> right? She knew what was happening. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that's really cool that, you know, you guys have your roles and, and, and you know, it's a job and – and it's that's I think that's pretty cool. Well, it, it also takes a certain amount of team effort to do to to, to have a career. For you sure. know, there, there needs to be that support system. And for, from what I'm seeing and from what I'm hearing from you, it sounds like y'all have the blueprint to do it the right way. But, I mean, we kind of did it differently. You know, you know, at the time, people weren't living in Florida, and we we lived in Texas. We lived in Texas, you know, seventy five percent of the time. So we did it a little different out of the box than most people were doing. And I felt like our our life was probably a little bit more relaxed because we were kind of removed being here in Texas. And so, I mean, we just, we did what worked for us. We what, what we thought was working, and so we made the best decisions we could. Right. Um, so I have one last question here. Um, in the day and time that we live in with technology, there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there. And I, oh, yeah. I, I get the feeling that you probably don't pay a lot of attention to that. But if you hear somebody on Twitter or Vital or whatever that's bad-mouthing Andrew, do you, does that bother you? Do you respond or do you just let it go? Uh, most of the time, I just let it go. You know, we, we try to laugh about it. I mean, it's Andrew. What are you going to say? Right, that's, that's true. What, that's you know, exactly he, what I was going to say. You know, he, he was super honest with people. They, you know, they thought he was a dirty writer. You know, Stuart named him a smiley-faced assassin. <laughs> right. <but> Andrew is <laughs> super honest with you know, I'm going to race you the way I expect you to race me. Yeah. And so yeah. that was, it was it, you know, there was nothing to it. So, you know, I, we just didn't laugh about it. So, I mean, it's just, it's Andrew. There's nothing you can say. That is true. That, that He's you know? one of the, the nice guys. Yeah. You know, and, and, Having met him, yeah. I would agree with that. He is a very, very nice person. Yeah. So he's, he's a genuinely nice person and, so, and honest and so it's just funny because yeah. it's people that think they know, but they have no idea. They're, they think they have no idea really what you're going through. Right. Well, uh, Jackie, I guess yeah. one last thing is I know you, his schedule is super busy and your, your schedule is busy, but if you guys ever get a chance to get up East Texas Way, we have a local track up here called Johnsonville MX. That's my personal favorite place. I think I've seen your dad race there, actually. You guys need to come yeah. check it out. Yes, I have been meaning. I really want to make that race, but it hasn't has well, melded with our schedule very well. But I yeah. really, that's really one of the places I want to go. My dad said I'd be super impressed oh, because awesome. they kind of keep it up the way I would, mowing and weeding. Yes. And, and, and they're, a great, they're a great couple, a great family. They just had their third or their third child. And, um, and yeah, and it's actually the finals of the Moto Masters this year. I think it's september middle, middle of september sometime if you get a chance you guys should come out and check it out it's a beautiful place yep yeah 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 i'll look it up well cool jackie we know you're a busy lady and we won't take any more of your time up but we really really appreciate you coming on here and, and sharing your story with us um i, I we really oh, appreciate no it yeah we, we're no very thankful thank you guys. well thank you jackie and have no a great problem. evening 
Y'all too. Okay, thank you. Jackie Short, ladies and gentlemen, wife of the great Andrew Short. What'd you think about that, James? It was alright. What, 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 is this is this new territory for you hearing all, hearing this stuff, or what, what do you think about all this? Yeah, I never knew that pro motorcycle riders actually had wives. You didn't know <laughs> that. I've never <laughs> seen them. They're robots. You thought they were robots. You literally thought they were just machines, right? Well, I tell you what, James Stewart's been married for a long time, and I've never seen a picture of his wife. I never knew. Yeah, he, he, he did it pretty fu- private. Yeah, yeah, his his life is private. That just shows you like the two we've had on. You see the different dynamics how one couple will handle a situation as opposed to where Jackie raced growing up. So there's probably a little bit different outlook when she's there. She she knows what's happening when things go on, but uh, it's neat hearing them. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Yeah, really cool. I, I, I'm enjoying the show, man. It's, this one is fun. Yeah. This one is fun. And with that, we're going to go to our third guest. She is the lady behind Christian Craig. It's Mrs. Paige Craig. Paige, what's up? Hi, how are you guys? Good, how are you? We're good. Just trying not to melt in the Florida humidity. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. we're we're in Texas, so we know we're in East Texas. It feels oh, yeah, quite a lot it. the same. It. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so. it's, it's it's miserable. Well, hey, thanks for coming in on, on such short notice. We appreciate it. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah. Short notice is easy, easier probably when you have a kid. So I, I totally understand <laughs> no that. Deal. Yeah, well, we had yeah. we had uh, Brittany on a little bit ago, and Haven was in the back seat, so it, it was all good. <laughs> oh, perfect! Yeah, thankfully Jagger isn't here because you guys wouldn't even be able to hear me. So he's sleeping. <laughs> Paige, how old is Jagger now? He'll be three in October, so he's a little, a little under three. And has way more followers. He's the than most famous two-year-old I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I know he's way cooler than anybody. Right. And right. he has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paige, let's let's start out from the beginning. How did you and Christian meet? Well, I, I would guess so that. I know how the, how you guys met, but tell the people that don't know. Yeah, um, well, yeah, as you guys probably know, my dad has a team in the industry, uh, so I kind of just, like, was around it, and always kind of had my eye on Christian, you know, um, I was told to my dad that I was never allowed to date a dirt biker, so I never <laughs> really tried to, um, which, you know, I obviously see from a dad's point of view, um, and then... I kind of just met Christian through the industry. It's really cliche and dumb, but we were staring at each other at one of the Anaheims, and so that's how we started talking. <laughs> what? Hey, that's... But, yeah, it's it's really not that cool of a story, but, but yeah, it worked out. It's worked out for me. That's how a lot of them start, I think. Yeah, you know, yeah. I stared at my wife a little bit. I probably creeped her out, but I was just very persistent, so it ended up working I know, out that's for what me. I thought I was doing, too, and that's what he thought he was doing, but now... It's it <laughs> awesome. Now you're one of the, the powerhouse, the powerhouse couples of the industry. There you go. No, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, speaking of Paige, how would you? Uh, how's the summer going so far for you guys? It's good. Um, like the industry goes, you have your ups and you have some some downs, but we're still we're still breathing and he's healthy. Well, he's getting healthy. He just had um. Another extra on his hand, and it's still like, you can still see a break, but you see, like, some fogginess there, which means the bone is, like, starting to heal. Um, so he can actually finally do, like, two 30-minute miles without it being as sore, but on race day, it, it gets more sore, so obviously, practicing versus racing, there's a difference. So, yeah. 
But, I mean, every week it'll get better, honestly, and I'm sure help. So, yeah, I guess we kind of just wing it. I think that's what everybody does. They kind of just wing it in the sport. <laughs> sure. Well, you know, speaking – since he had an injury, we were wondering, you know, how, how do you deal with him during that time? I mean, first of all, does he get – depressed or is he motivated just to get healed up and how do you deal with his personality when he's having a bad day or an injury um this last one was probably more pumped up because he was on his way to get a three-day relationship to Casey Glen Helen so you've got to be pumped about that you know that's freaking awesome and you know the whole industry was able to see you know where he wants to be and where he should be before that unfortunately happened so that one was probably a better one, and secondly, obviously, wasn't that big of a deal compared to what else he's gone through. So that one, obviously, it sucks right away, and it's almost worse that he was in third and that it was going to be, like, the best day, probably, of his career. Right, right. Um, so that makes it harder, but then it also makes it better because you're like, okay, well, at least I was able to show, you know, where I can be and where I should be. Um, and then... Like the femur one last year, what did you do last summer? Oh, Tim Phipps. That one was like a depressing one because it's a season ender. Yeah. And he just came back from, I mean, he won his first Supercross. You know, he had such a great Supercross, and then it's like, all right, well, now we're going to be home all summer. It's kind of depressing, but you can only dwell on it for so long that it's, you know, you still get to ride a dirt bike, and you still... Right. You know, like your work is going to the gym and learning your mountain bike and your road bike. And, you know, when you're hurt, it sucks when you're hurt, but you get to hang out with your family all day. So Right, right. Hey, and I'm Yeah, not, you know, like, we're lucky for sure. Not trying to be a butthole here, but are you on a Bluetooth right now? No. Oh, okay. No, okay it, yeah. it's, it's real echoey. It's the it's going in I think out. it's this phone right oh, here. Oh, do you? Yeah, it, is? it is? Yeah, no, yeah. It, no, it's fine. It may be it's, our setup. It's, it's cutting in and out, but I don't think we've got the service in right. We were just curious because sometimes the Bluetooth don't yeah. come through well. That's fine. It's not on your end. No worries. Okay, I opened my car door. Is that any better? Actually, that's right now it's really good. Yeah, it's a lot better, actually. It is? Okay, yeah. I'll keep it open. I have no makeup on and I have lip cream on, so I'm like hoping nobody fucking looks fired. I'm like, what in the heck is this lady doing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, so some of the questions we have, you know, with the wives and uh, Brittany kind of coined this term that I think for me anyways, the track snacks. How do you how do you yeah. deal with that kind of stuff? And how, how have you had to deal with that kind of situation? Yeah, I think that's the more important question. <laughs> um, I don't have any really to, with Christian. Um, we started dating like right when like instagram i feel like was even like a thing so i didn't really have to deal with like the social media one there's like 14 year old girls that i like, think christian is so hot and <laughs> i agree with them so i don't care about that. you know i don't care <laughs> right. i mean i'm single and that goes to bed as well every night and wakes up with them in the morning so i can't <laughs> whatever i don't care they can take pictures of them or whatever but yeah he's but, mine so that's a good attitude <laughs> i'm to good have. yeah it's a good yeah, attitude to have, good. you can't really do anything about in this day and time with the trolls, the online trolls, and the keyboard warriors, you can't do anything about it other than yeah. really just blow it yeah. off. Now, have you had? Uh, yep. Have you guys had some run-ins with some keyboard warriors? Oh, yeah, and I have a really hard time shutting my mouth off. I think I've seen you light up a few, and I, I was yeah, cheering I you on. Like, it was it awesome. It pisses me off. Like, when they saw that Christian only got this right because my dad, I'm like, no shit, obviously. Sorry for saying. No, no, I'm you, like, you, you, it. you know, like, of course he did, but, like, he was the best performing writer on our team last Supercross, I think. Right, right, yeah. No, um, yeah, he, he, um, earned, he earned his spot. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, of course he got it from my dad because my dad's the only one who knew how hard he was working that summer, you know, and my dad still had to get approvals from everybody else on the team to make sure it was okay because he didn't want to be, you know, he didn't want to do Christian any favors. You know, unless he earned it, which he absolutely did. So, yeah. I mean, I obviously have to shut all those people up. And, well, it's funny how people just conveniently forgot how fast Christian already was, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just those keyboard warriors get to me. Sometimes I have to be like, okay, don't give them the attention they want. Right. That's yeah. hard. I saw. Uh, I saw. They get a lot of crap on me. I'm fine with that, but I don't talk. Talk crap about Christian and my kids. I'm like, nah. Yeah, that's exactly what Brittany says, and I think that's pretty common for uh, you know the. You yeah. Know, you're, you're gonna defend the ones you love, and I you, saw Dean Wilson blow one of my kids the other day. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, I. I mean, I, I know it's got to be tough at times, but it's it seems like you guys have a really strong relationship, and that probably correlates into his. Um, Finishes, you know. I mean, if he's if he if he had problems at home, he's probably gonna struggle on the track. Most people. right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's I really we we all follow you on social media and we really enjoy Aww, it. Oh, so thanks. It's, it's very cool. Um, now, is Christian gonna? You may not know this yet or can answer it. Is is he planning on staying staying with the same team for for next year, or do we even know that yet? Yeah, he's um his contract is through next year with Geico. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, but yeah, I know he he loves the four fifty. So I think I, in his ideal world, he would like to do like a four fifty again next summer. Yeah, and hopefully nobody on the Honda team hurt. So hopefully it's on the Geico bench. But maybe we can make that happen, but we'll see. Well, I mean, he's proved he can ride a 450 very very well. I remember all the way yeah. back to Freestone in 2010, him whole shot and leading for a good while. Yeah, I think that. I don't know much about dirt bikes or anything, but I have been told that his style suits the 450 so yeah, I just go like with it. it. Um, so we're not going to take too much more of your time, but I've got a couple more questions, and, and you can yeah, uh, no problem. You can choose not to answer this one. Um, so how do you feel about doing the deed the night before a race? Because <laughs> I know fighters, oh my God. fighters say, you know, well, yeah. most fighters, the, the theory is you, they don't, say you we- don't have – you don't do the deed. Women weaken legs. Is yeah, what they say. So, you know, a week out or a month out, or so you have all that testosterone built up. But you know, these guys are racing every week, so you can't. Well, I hope my dad doesn't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> myself. But I would say that it's a no. But I would say too, I feel like they're focusing so much more on other things that it's not really even a thing. You know, like you've got to be focusing on tomorrow, right. and that's that's always where we said that. So okay, what? definitely the night, not the night before. See, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking, definitely. Not. I'm thinking like, let's take some of the stress off tomorrow. And, uh... Yeah, <laughs> and and I have a freaking stress case too, so it's probably better for both of us. I probably stress more than him, which is All right, well, Paige, we really appreciate you answering last minute. Um, I should have hit you up yeah, earlier, and. Uh, it's it's hard. You know, we're we're a relatively new show, so getting contacts is not easy. And I feel weird hitting people up on Twitter about it. But I really appreciate you answering. Well, yeah, but that's what you kind of have to do when you're just. I don't. Are you guys just starting out, kind of? Uh, we've been doing it about six months now, and. Um, okay. Yeah. You know. But I mean, you guys are kind of growing, so that's that's the way things work nowadays. Yeah. Well, we're we're all big pulp fans, and uh, Mathis has helped us out a little bit, and you know. So. Yeah, that's awesome. 
So yeah, we, but we're well, very Well, thank you appreciative. for having me on. Well, of course. Well, so, sorry to uh, to make you sit out there in the uh, humidity and talk <laughs> yeah. to us. I, oh, I, I, I don't care. Any any time away from my child is just blessed time. I understand. <laughs> I understand. So, uh, but hey, Paige, you <laughs> have a good, totally fine. Hey, you have a great evening, Paige. Thanks again for coming on. Yes, you guys too. Nice meeting you. All right, nice talking to you. Yep. Bye. Bye. Paige Craig, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, we're going to go to our next guest. She is the wife of longtime dirt rider, test rider, editor, Pulp and Max, Kiefer Inc. She is the lovely Miss Heather Kiefer. Heather, what's going on? Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing great. Awesome. Excited awesome. to talk to you. So, um, yeah, this is, this is different. Usually it's Christine interviewed, and I'm just hanging around, you know, watching him give you a thing. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we really just wanted to talk to you. Though, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we just we just had to figure out how to get you get your an interview with you. Everybody hears Chris all the time on Pulp, and you're usually in the background, and they'll let you talk a little bit. Yeah, you, but we wanted to get your side yeah. of the story. Well, my side of the story is my side of the big four story. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna ask about that. But, right, right. Well, tell us uh, a little bit about you know what, what with Chris's role now, what he does, what his what his you know job is. I guess you could say. I don't know if you guys were together when he was still racing or not, but say what a day, you know, the ins and outs. How does he, you know, if he comes home hurt or if he comes home aggravated, things like that. We're trying to get the wise perspective on how they deal with these guys on a day-to-day basis. Maybe share a little bit of that with us. Well, Chris and I, we've been together for a long time, since 2002. So I was around when he was racing Supercross, doing the big boar thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was it was good for me. Like I liked it. He was, you know, leading the heat lap, the um, heat race and stuff. So that was pretty awesome. But yeah, but, I mean, I've been around for quite a while. I've seen him really get hurt, and that's not a good thing, you know. When they're injured, they're assholes and they're babies, and we have to be there to comfort them and feed them junk food because that's all they want to eat when they're hurt. Absolutely. Love up on them. But yeah, it's it's you know it's been interesting. Um, his job has really changed in the last couple of months, you know, leaving right. Dirt Rider and starting Kiefer E, making it go full bore now, so that's been a huge a huge thing for us, it, but it's been good. It's a really good thing for him. I'm really proud of what he's been doing with his business, and it's pretty awesome to see it grow and grow pretty quick. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, he's really got a great fan base because of the pulp show but he's so good with his fans well I th- I, yeah I, was say, I think a lot of that is just Chris himself how yeah. str- how down just like with you getting to know him Jamie you want you want to know something about a bike you email you email Chris and man he gets back to you it's pretty neat to see that yeah exactly and that's one thing he really strives for is to give that attention to people because people have questions and it's really hard sometimes to get an answer for you know what you're looking for and to actually get a good answer you know so that's he really strives hard to to do that and answer everybody and take the time to, you know, be there. And that's one of the great things about him, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I agree. He's a great guy. Um, yeah. Let, let's step back just a moment. And before you met Chris, did you have any um, history with motocross? Did you know anything about it? Do you have family that rode? Nope, I knew absolutely nothing about dirt bikes. Okay. Not a thing. I knew I knew of maybe Travis Pastrana, right. and that was only because, you know, 
he's Travis. I mean, other than that, I had no clue. So when I met Chris, it was like, oh, you do what? You ride dirt bikes? I'm like, okay, like, this is different. And I actually met him when I was going to beauty school, which I happened to be in the same class as Travis Preston's ex-wife, Hannah. So she kind of filled me in on the whole, like, racing industry. So I kind of had an idea, but didn't know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> but it's been it's been one hell of a ride, and I would not change anything. Right. Well, since you were there for a lot of his pro career, uh, you know, how were your nerves when he was actually on the track? And, and has that changed now that he's not racing as much, but he's testing? I mean, um, I, when he was racing Supercross, I was super nervous. I always knew that, you know, the start was the key thing and you didn't want to get in the pile up because there was always a pile up at the beginning. So oh. I would always be a nervous wreck and I'd sit, I think I had like, my fingers crossed, my hands crossed, my legs crossed. I was like, please, God, please don't let him crash. Just let him get through this. And then it would kind of settle down, like, once he got into it, and I'd kind of relax a little bit and just focus on him. I didn't care what everyone else was doing. I was like, well, Chris might be in last place, but that's all that matters is he's out there and he's having fun and he's doing what he loves, and I'm proud of him. So That's awesome. But now, now it's not so bad now, like, I think I'm more like when he races, like, you better win. Like, this is some little tiny dinky race. You know, you better win. If you don't win, we're going to have some issues. <laughs> well, we know. So, he's... like, Loretta's, yeah. Loretta's is going to be, like, I don't know, a big deal. Like, I'm kind of kind of nervous because I know it's going to be tough competition. Oh, yeah. I want him to do good. I know he can do good. So, I hopefully I don't turn into, like, the moto wife and be all crazy <laughs> on him. Well, speaking of not just mo moto wife, now you're moto mom as well, yeah. correct? Yeah, you know, with Aiden, it's not so bad because he doesn't, he's only raced a couple of times. I mean, he tried to qualify for Loretta's, and I told him, like, dude, your class is stacked. There is yep. no way that you're going to qualify, like, no way. So just get it in your head now, you know, if, if you by some chance do, then that's awesome, but, you know, just kick it down an option. Right. With him... He plays football, so I'm more like the football mom with yeah. him. You're a big football fan. Like, we know like, this. Oh, uh, yeah. I love uh, my football. Oh, uh, yeah. Love it. Get so, into that. We know you're – we're kind of changing the subject. We, we, well, let's finish with Aiden. So, yeah, how's – he seems like he's, he is really getting into it because, you know, I, I follow him on Instagram, and he posts every once in a while. And I saw the video um, – I can't remember who it was that did a video with him. It wasn't Ride Engineering, but it was one of Chris's sponsors – used him in a, one of their uh -huh. and that was pretty cool seeing that you know i mean is he is he in the mindset of hey i want to do this professionally one day or is he just having fun with it i mean at his age it's there's a lot of testosterone and it's probably all over the place but what do you think he well wants to do? with aiden he he's definitely been bit by the dirt bike bugs and i can see that he has got potential you know but he doesn't really put 100% effort into it. Like, we go to the track, Chris is out doing motos, and Aiden's, like, off dicking off with some kid that he met, you know, or, <laughs> oh, his little homie's there, and they're off, like, doing whatever. And I'm like, I thought you were going to ride. Well, I am riding. I'm riding with so-and-so. And I'm like, you rode two laps and pulled off, and you've been sitting in the van watching YouTube with homie. Like, what are oh, you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't really have that ment the mentality of, I need to go in and do my work and put my motos in and train. He doesn't have that. Yeah. So with football, it's very structured, and he has two hours of, you know, his coach is yelling at him, this is what you need to do. So that gives him a little bit more structure, which I like. And 
I mean, let's face it, football players make a hell of a lot more true. than a motocross rider, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. So, but, go ahead. Yep. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, was speaking of football, we know you're a Broncos fan. Oh, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I guess you're from the Colorado area, correct? Correct. I was born in Greeley, which is 50 miles north of Denver, yeah. over by Lake Loveland area. Cool. Yeah, Mark and I just made a trip up to Lakewood this year for the national. Yeah. My first time. My brother has lived in Colorado for probably 17 years now. He's actually moving in the process of moving back to Texas, but he lives in Lakewood currently. lived in Gunnison, Crested Butte. Uh, several okay, other places yep. I can't remember anyways. But, uh, yeah, so you're a big Broncos fan, huh? I am. It's my yeah. team. It's my boys. How are, you, how are you feeling about this upcoming year? You know, I'm still reliving Super Bowl 50. Like, that's just <laughs> going to be, like, in my mind for the next couple of years. I mean, I don't expect it to do that good. I mean, but who knows? New coach. We'll right. see. Maybe our offensive line gets a little bit better. I don't know. Well, I always tell – I look at Chris and I'm like, I need to just go home and have, like, a conversation with John Elway. Like, him and I need to sit <laughs> down and have a one-on-one and figure out what is going on here because this is not okay. Well, when you're done talking to but, him, come to Texas and talk to Jerry Jones for me and let's figure that out too. I, I, it's Every year it's just the ups and downs and heartbreak, and I'm kind of sick of it, you know. It's, it kind of is what it is. I love the downs for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But uh, – But – well, I mean, the Cowboys did pretty good last year. I mean, I was a little scared when Romo almost came to Denver. I was not okay with that. And Chris is like, what's better than what you have? And I'm like, nah, he's nope. always hard. He's like, broken. He's fragile. No, that's okay. Right. Yeah. Give me Steve Young back. I'll take Steve Young right now. Yeah, Jamie's a Jamie's a 49ers fan. We'll, we'll, we'll forgive him for that. But uh, anyways. Do you, you guys still have Kaepernick, or did he leave? Uh, honestly, I don't think I, he has a job anymore. Yeah, I don't he? think so. Honestly, I was so – distraught last after last year i kind of haven't paid any attention my my expectations yeah. are just like you know whatever I, I don't expect anything so i don't even know i haven't been following it's, it was a sad year yeah i i feel you i um, i feel like that's where we're headed this year chris and i were considering going to miami because denver's playing them and that's his oh, yeah. team he likes his his fish and right. i'm kind of scared because <laughs> i don't know how we're going to match up to a couple of years ago when we played them, we went to Denver for the game, and it was amazing because we won, you lost, you were sad, <laughs> I was happy, it was a good time, you know? Right, right. <laughs> Well, but, listen, jumping, uh, jumping back to Moto yeah. for a minute, I was going to say, we talked yep. a little bit about maybe how you're feeling when uh, when Chris is on the track. What if, what about when Aiden's racing? Are the nerves the same? Is it is Does Mama Bear come out a little more? How, how does that work? You know, with Aiden, he was at one race here in town, a local race, and like there was a pileup on the backside of the track, and I like looked at Chris, and I'm like, is Aiden in that pileup? And he looked and he goes, I think so. And by that time, my mom was like, Aiden went down. I ran so fast. <laughs> I was like in the Olympics running for the gold medal. Like I hurdled the chain link fence and got to him. And he was so upset. And he's crying. I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. Get off my bike. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm like, all right, you're fine. Carry on. Right. So, but, you, know, I don't, you know, it's like I get nervous for the sure. start again. But, he he's not super aggressive, so I don't really worry too much. And he's learned from Chris, so I know he's had 
the best teacher. Yeah. And he, he won't do stuff. Like, if Chris tells him you can't jump that, he won't jump it. And you can tell when he gets close to, like, wanting to jump something, like, oh, I know I can make that double. And yeah. You can just tell. You can tell that he wants to jump it, but he does it because Chris has said, don't jump that yet. Not till I say. Yeah, I think, so Chris, I, I, I think Chris told a story on Pulp, maybe the last time he's on there, about that. And I, I thought he, I swear he said that Aiden did go try to jump one that he told him not to. But maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. You know, he did at Zaka. We were at okay, Zaka yeah. a couple months ago, and there was a big, I think, double in the back or something or step up. I don't remember. Right. And he told Aiden, he's like, don't jump it. I'll smile this off and I'm all. Did he just jump that? And he goes, he sure did. And I'm like, that little shit. I start laughing. <laughs> so he, he comes off the track and he's like, didn't I tell you not to jump that? And he's like, well, yeah, but I just, I knew I could do it, Dad. And Chris is shaking his head like, okay, well, you're going to learn one day. You're going to learn. He's like, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Well, he's going to do that. And I, I think, you know, having guys like Travis Preston around, he'll probably listen to those guys more so. Just be, Even though Kiefer, Chris is such a talented rider, you know, it's your dad. Like, That's my dad. He doesn't yeah, know nobody yet. wants to hear from their dad. So yeah, Exactly. You know, you don't want to hear it from your parents, yep. but you'll listen to it from somebody else. Exactly. Well, it's funny because Travis was actually over here on Sunday night for dinner. And we were talking about Loretta's, and Carter Dubot came up in the conversation, and we were talking about how good he's going. You know, he's going to do really good at Loretta's. And Travis said, you know what I've noticed about Carter? And we're like, oh, my God. And he's like, He's always posting pictures of him in ruts. He's never in cornering. He's never, you know, airing it out or doing anything. He's always working on his turns. He's like, I know he's going to go somewhere because he can corner. He's working on his turns. And I look at Aiden, and I'm like, well, listen to Travis because you don't like to go in ruts. You like to rail the outside of the berm. And Aiden's right. like, well, uh, and I'm like, you don't like to do it. How are you going to get any better? So then it was kind of like, I think it kind of clicked in his head a little bit. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. It'll take time, and we'll he hasn't been doing it very long, and, you know, he's still young, no. so his mentality is – he's still a kid. Well, he's got some, he's got a yeah. good support group to be around, a lot right. of fast, technically sound riders that can teach him the right way to do it, so you can at least rest easy yeah. in that. Well, Heather, you and Chris are – or at least Chris is pretty open about your, uh, your relationship. <laughs> uh, <Yep>. <laughs> um, so I want to know, you know, when Chris has – although he doesn't race that often anymore, when he has a race coming up um, – how about what? How about doing the deed before a race? Uh, like the night before, night before, week before. You know, like does, does he? Do you guys back off of that to build the aggression? You know, it's not, it, I think we have before, and then sometimes we don't. Like it just depends on where the race is and what time we have to get up and leave in the morning. Right. I get. I was. Like, know, I guess there, I, there's no rule. Like okay, the night before a race, don't touch me. Right. You know. Right. You don't. Don't want to waste the load because you need it for the next day type of thing. <laughs> That's the Heather Kiefer I was looking for. Oh, there you go. There <laughs> That's you what go. we're waiting I on. I mean, uh, I'll probably clip him for Loretta's. I don't know. Maybe give him some incentive. I don't know. We'll see, yeah, we'll he's see gotta, how it goes. He's got to take Paul Parabinos down. Yeah, we're on Team Kiefer for uh, that absolutely. deal. Team Kiefer. Yep. Right. Well, as Travis calls him, Paul Papa Wheelie, I'm like, who's Paul Papa Wheelie? He's all that Paul Papa Wheelie guy. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, Paul Papa Wheelie. Okay. I like it. We might have to use that. Yeah, Paul Papa yeah. Wheelie. That's hilarious. Well, I, I don't know. I told Chris, I said, because he's racing against Brownie, and he knows that I think Brownie's a good-looking dude. I like Brownie, you know? Right. But I told him, like, look. Like, he's like, I need to get a start. If Brownie gets a start on me, then it's going to be really hard. And I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing. If Brownie gets a start... I'm going to go in the back section, and I'm just going to flash him when he goes by. So he'll stop, and then you can just keep right on going. That's awesome. He's like, okay. 
He's like, well, what happens when I come back around and, and Brownie still pulled off? And I'm like, just keep going. Keep going. Keep, keep going. <laughs> yeah, nice. I, I love you, the, your relationship. That's, that's Y'all just are really hilarious. cool. It's, you guys are laid back. Yeah, and, keep it real. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I think it's really – that's a big part of why Chris – is so popular is that man he's he's just down to earth and um you know he, he's honest i like it well in an industry full of people that, there's no that, bullshit yeah and in, in an industry full of people who where there's a ton of bullshit like it's always it's i appreciate when i see somebody that's not that yeah. doesn't roll that way you know right well and see that's the thing that i used to not i loved it when he raised super cost like it was fun it was exciting you know you're in a big stadium there was yeah. you know thousands of people but at the same time, it's like the crowd sucks. I mean, you've got these chicks that come, they dress like little sluts and, you know, homie hoppers that come with like some privateer guy and they're trying to work their way up to like, you know, James Stewart or something. Right. Like, I, I don't get that. Like, well, I've been with Chris since, you know, the beginning. Like, I have no interest to be with anybody else. Like, it's good. Yeah, we were we were talking to Brittany Chisholm and Paige Craig about that. Brittany calls them the track snacks. I don't know how common that term is, but yeah. I like the term. Yeah. Track snacks. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I don't understand it. Like, whatever. Moto hoes. I mean, to me, they're just, they're dudes that ride dirt bikes. Like, I don't get all, like, googly-eyed when I see, you know... I don't know, Chad Reed. Like, I like Chad Reed, but I don't like, oh, my God, it's Chad Reed. Like, let me flash in my titties. Like, there's no need for that. <laughs> right, right. None. Well, as a rider, I wish some hot chick would flash her titties when I went yeah, by. Yeah, I, I, I don't have hey, no problem with that at all. I'm it's on the totally other end of that, so. so. Well, I have... well, I did actually do that to Chris once at the track, and he told me not to do that again because it was the biggest distraction ever. I'm like, oh, it's thought to be motivation. He's like, no, nah. wasn't good. I'm like, okay. He was thinking of... for next time. He was thinking about after dark. After that, he was ready yeah. to go home. Exactly. There you go. Well, hey, Heather, look, we won't take up any more of your time, but we really, really enjoyed our conversation with you. And thanks for doing this. Thanks for taking the time to talk well, to us. Thanks for having me. This was fun. It was a good time. Absolutely. I was Please... a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Oh. Well, we really appreciate it, and I, you know, I, I talked to Chris a couple months ago about doing this, and he's like, "Yeah, I think she'd be down." And I just had to get the other ladies together to do their their interviews too. And yeah, we really appreciate it. Love everything Chris has done for me personally. He's done. He's helped me out quite a bit, and I uh, I run the Kiefer Inc. logos on the bike. And well, he's wearing a Kiefer Inc. shirt yeah. right now. As a matter of fact, I am. I need to get one of those. I'm slacking. Yeah, awesome. So, wearing Kiefer Inc. I like that. Yeah, yeah, and I, we really appreciate you, and uh, please tell Chris thank you for everything, and, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you again soon, hopefully. All right, that's Chris. They just walked in the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who was it? It's Chris and Aiden. They just got oh, home. Nice. They went and got haircut. Nice. Tell, awesome. tell them Darkside said hi. Darkside said, what up? <laughs> they said hi. All right. Well, Heather, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Y'all we'll have a great evening. Family. Well, thanks for having me, and you guys have a good night. You too. Thank you. Heather Kiefer, ladies and gentlemen, and I think, man, that four guests in one night, I don't think we've ever done that, Jamie. I think we did one on time because when Baggett was on because he wasn't, wasn't answering, here. and we, uh, we, we called okay. John Short real quick, and then, uh, yeah, I think we did do four, but it was a lot shorter. I just skipped that night. Well, That's it was right. You, were you, oh, I wasn't you just, here that night. Well, you no. weren't here. Okay. Yeah, I think I was asleep already by that point. Okay. They've been kicking my butt at work. Right, right. Okay, it, yeah. But, but, yeah, it's unusual. But, hey, 
when Paige answered last minute, I was like, you can't turn that down. Yeah, yeah, don't so, turn that down. Yeah. I, I really feel like the perspective we got tonight, and you heard it, it was a little different from each and every one of them. Yeah. I mean, Jackie Short was probably the biggest contrast. Right. All them. And, they just, and it's just they just do it different, and that's yeah. cool, you know. And Plus, her and Andrew have been together for, you know, almost 20 years, I guess it is yeah. now. And, uh, but all four of them have really strong relationships with her husband, and I think that correlates into their performances. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they pretty much – I mean, they do everything. They travel together all yep. the time. It, it's all – everything they do is, is for one common goal. And uh, I really – I felt like we've gotten a good – you know, our our listeners and all three of you out there have gotten a good uh, good, good taste of what, what, what it's like on the other side. So, Absolutely. James, you're an idiot. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for doing your job tonight. We appreciate it. Appreciate you filling in for TJ again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, – Nice socks, by the way. Hopefully tonight's show will post on time. Hey, eighth grade call, and they want those back. <laughs> the, the, the middle school you went to wants you to return those. I'm just saying. Nah, you're good. Dark side, man. Yep. That's good stuff, dude. Absolutely. I'm ready to go drive home in my no air conditioning uh, van. Yeah, that sucks yeah. for you, dude. Yeah, it does. It's a story of a moto guy's life. But anyways, we didn't really get to cover what we were going to get to talk about tonight because it's late. I'm tired. It's always tired. next week. We're go- there's always – excuse me. There's always next week. But, uh, again – Broadway Power Sports, Tyler, Texas. MX Girl Design, Shock Socks, York Welding and Fab, uh, The Professional Journey. Uh, look forward to next week. We've got we've got something cool working, hopefully. And uh, TJ will be back in here, so we'll actually have we'll have a half producer. I may not be here. You may not be here. I'm we'll, on call. I gotta, we'll call I mean, you. If I can get somebody to cover me, I'll be here. We'll call you on the phone or something. Well, maybe we'll make the studio mobile and come out there. We'll figure something out. But anyways, guys. Yep. Thanks again for listening to Moto X Pod Show. See you next week. See you.